And welcome to the Spit to the Beat podcast. I'm your host, Stacey, a.k.a. Be Unstoppable Purrier. And today I have another very special guest in the studio with me, Miss Danielle Hill. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. I'm good, too. I'm glad to have you. I'm glad you was able to make it for the show. So how things been going? Oh, things have been going amazing. That's awesome. Also in the music world, everything going good? Everything's going good. Music being made, mm-hmm. uh, writing songs, doing what we love to do. And that's what we're here to talk about, the music industry and what, what's been going on. So this first question, when did, you love, when did your love for music start? I have loved music all of my life. I don't know Life without it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know life without. It. I mean, being a, you know, my dad was an engineer, a producer, a singer, and um, and a writer, and I was that back background baby, backstage baby. I was in every backstage show, um, all around the country with traveling with him and my mother. So. Yeah, I was that backstage baby, so I've always loved music. Okay, okay, great. So being the backstage baby, growing up around all the music, just really just being in the whole atmosphere of it, what did that do for you as far as inspiring you to be a a, a musician? It molded me Mm -hmm. to have the ear that my dad had. You know, first of all, I wasn't, I'm a singer, but um, I always wanted to be a recording engineer. That was, yeah, that was always my my thing. That's what I wanted to do. Now, being background, I mean, being backstage, oh, my God, from the greats, from Stevie Wonder, from the Isleys, from the Temptations were real good close friends of my dad's. Um, and, you know, I, I lived part of my life with my aunt, too, and her husband was one of the Barquets. So I was backstage with a lot of groups and a lot of great singers. Okay, okay, great. So what what type of music do you like? I like it all. (laughs) (laughs) I like it all. But the genre that I um, sing, um, what my album was, was blues. Okay. Blues is what I did. And I like the blues because it tells a story. It always tells a story, and the songs that I sing are pretty much close to my story the relationship with blues and country like country kind of like they say they like mix mix and match as far as no they always telling the story so you falling in the line of with blues taking that avenue how did you feel about uh just going about doing just a whole blues album a whole blues album was well with my album i can speak from mine's um my album came as a fluke. Uh, it's Danielle. It's simply stated Danielle. And that album was um, gifted to me, I'll say. Uh, only a few songs are were written by me on this album. And the others were by the, the label. 
this this actual album was dedicated. It was supposed to be for Jackie Johnson. Jackie got sick. She's an amazing singer, Memphis talent. You should have her on this podcast. She's just that great. Um, and she's been, whoa, she, she overblows me when it comes to background singing. But um, she, um, she fell ill, and um, the producers, uh, Jim Gaines, um, you know, say, hey, why did you talk about, why, talk to Pie. And that's my nickname, Pie. Talk to Pi and see if she'll be interested in this. And they talked to me and they said, hey, would you be interested in this project? And I jumped on it. And, and hey, it is what it is. Okay, great, great. You said the name of the album is named exactly after you, Danielle. Yes, it is. And being that, that I want to cue up one of your songs and uh, let you talk about it. Uh, so we're going to go into that right now. Great, great. Now, let's talk about that, that single on that album. I Got a Voice. Yes. That's the name of that song. And I wrote that song. Actually, um, Sandy Carroll and um, I wrote this song. And this was for my children. Both of my babies. They were medically fragile. Um, they star was had paralyzed vocal cords. That's my daughter. They said she would never speak. And Spencer had, um, he was very, very premature. He was one pound, two ounces born at 23 and a half weeks. So he was severely premature. And with the, I adopted my children. And with the help that was, it was so hard getting help for them. And um, I had to have the voice for them. And it was like, you know, I had to fight at every chance with the insurance, with with the doctors, with people to get the help that they needed. So they couldn't, she couldn't make a sound. He was a little bitty thing um, with the, both of them were failures to thrive. And hey, I had to have their voice. So that's what this song is about, about fighting for my children. Awesome, awesome. That's a great story, a great motivation story to oh, yeah. start your career. And being that you started your career, how did you become a professional singer? Well, now my first... Or singing professional, I would my say. My first professional job, I was 10. Wow, really? 10 years old, and I did a jingle for um, WLOK because my dad used to do jingles, and he needed me. And we did a jingle for Tricks Are For Kids, uh, the cereal. Okay. And I did, the, and I remember it. Tricks Are For Kids, 
not silly rabbits. <laughs> it was, you know, hey, I'm 54, so you know, yeah. that was a long, that was that was 44 years ago. I do remember the cereal. <laughs> okay. Well, if you remember the cereal, that gum and I sung the song. That is one of the uh you might want know what uh my dad did a jingle for um long aid hair uh activator. Your dad's name? William Brown. William Brown. And he did Long Aid. Uh, put some curl in your life. Make your hair look so bright. <laughs> and we trust so me. So glow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we had a uh, lifetime supply of Long Aid hair activator. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Never ran out of it. Out, I mean, Jerry curl juice everywhere. That's so <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. So let's talk about what, <laughs> what was your first uh, solo recording? My first solo recording was a. Um, it's called um, "Here Comes Winter," and um, this single single um, was out. We did this in the ni- early nineties. And um, during that song, uh, it was a contest that they were trying to um, Bill Street Commission. I think is it the Bill Street Commission? Bill Street Music Commission. Uh huh. Okay. And they were doing a CD. They picked, um, I think, seventeen songs, and I was one of them. It was like a hundred and something songs, and that was the first time that I actually went out as an artist. And people didn't know who my dad was. I wanted to do this. So instead of going as Danielle, I went as Pie. Okay. And I went as Pie, and and I submitted this song, and they chose it. Do you remember the song? And here comes winter. Okay, okay. And it was it, it was amazing. Now that was that was a good one, and I was re- really proud. I ended up getting on a cover of one of the uh, local magazines here, and they covered me for it, and and wrote did a whole write up. So it's really it was really cool. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. That's so great. That was that was my first single. Um, here comes winter. So just been growing up in the music industry all your life from since you was a baby and stuff like that, what would you tell new artists about the industry? Don't forget how much you love what you do. Okay. You know, remember how much you love it. And also, remember to do your research as far as learning every piece and part of the music industry that you're going to be involved in. It's, it's, it's so important that you're knowledgeable because you don't want to miss anything. You don't want to um, be underpaid. You want to make sure that you're up and up on what you're doing. You know, and, and also be willing to take corrective criticism because... You might sound good to you, mm-hmm. and your things are great to you, but remember, that producer that's going to help you, you hired him to perfect what you're doing. So make sure that you, you listen to him and don't get, you know, all in a tussle about trying to figure out, well, I liked it like this. Because let me tell you, when I did Here Comes Winter, 
Okay. My dad was the recording engineer on that song. That's what the song is really important to, because he did the engineering and produced that for me. And stop right there. How was it? How was it? Now let's elaborate a little bit on that story. How was it um, like working with your dad? Oh my gosh! You Tell know, us about that. Like you know, I did this with my dad and the Willie Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And they worked with us on this, on me on this song. And let me tell you something: working with those two is phenomenal because you learn so much. But your dad and Willie Mitchell. Oh yeah. Okay. And that was really important for this project for me more than anything. And with them, my dad had is such an amazing artist. I mean, he. He did the engineering for the Staples Singers. He did all the Mavis Staples stuff. He did, if you, you name it, he's done it. And to work with those great people and then to work with me, mm-hmm. trust me, he didn't look at me like, that's my baby. He looked at me like, you're going to get this right. You know, and boy, they are so hard on you. <laughs> oh, my God, they are so hard on you. And I practiced that song. I wrote that song. And I practiced that song for an entire year. And I swear we got into the studio and it was nothing like what I did that whole year. Mm. He changed it just like that. And it turned into something amazing. You said that um, earlier you said you toured with uh, Huey Lewis in the news. Oh, yeah. So how was it like being on the road with them or being on tour? Being on tour or being on tour with Huey Lewis? Both. Okay, so let's go to the being on tour. Okay. No, let's go to Huey first. Okay. Being on tour with Huey Lewis in the news was absolutely amazing. Um, you learn so much from them. Those, you know, they were 30-year veterans by the time I get to them. So I was already a, a fanatic, you know, fan. I loved them, period, before I even became a background singer for them. Um, I came became a background singer because I on, was on their last album. And uh, singing background on their album and then turning, um, singing background for them on tour was supposed to be six weeks and turned out to four years. Wow. That's <laughs> now, great. That's yeah, good. Yeah. But running with them, uh, I ended up m- meeting a lot of people on the road, uh, a lot of actors, and, um, and they took me all over this country. But they showed me patience, mm-hmm. and the road manager was amazing. He was law. He he was amazing. You never wanted for anything. So when I started singing for other people, it was hard because I didn't get the the treatment that I get with Huey Lewis in the news. Um, Huey has a good ear, and he he listens. Um, he is. He was he's an amazing artist. And um what I picked up from them was good road etiquette. Um they treated you like a queen even though, you know, I was a background singer and he was that type of singer and artist that hey, if I'm going to ride first class, they're going to ride first class with me. If I'm going to step it up at this hotel major, Mm -hmm. I want my band and my my singers going to get the same treatment. And I loved him for that. He took care of y'all. He took care of us. 
took care of us. That's... He took care of us everywhere we went. He assured my husband, because at first when he asked that for me to come, I didn't want to go because my children were three. Right. And I did not want to leave them. But um, he called back and talked to my husband and told him that, you know, we got her. I'll take care of her, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And so after that, and then they talked about the money, then my husband said, oh, you going. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so then, money money yeah. always sounds good <laughs> when it's right. <laughs> yeah, but they took care of me, and I miss them. Okay. But we still have a very close relationship. That's good. I was getting ready to ask you, do you still communicate with them? Yes. Oh, this time. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Look, what's in the future plans for Miss Danielle, blues singer, songwriter, uh, composer, uh, <laughs> help people with their own music? Danielle here, what's the future plans for you? My future plans are bright. Uh, we have, you know, I'm working with uh, Lashana Parier, and um, she is what the owner of Drama Queen uh, Entertainment, and she, w with us together, we are a badass writing team, mm -hmm. and that is what we are focusing on at this time, is um, writing, producing. And for uh, for other artists, not for so me, you because help other artists coach I want, I coach do. other artists. I do, and um, because you know, I am a background singer. I sing. I've done this project. I've done some some solo projects. I love it. That's great. But my heart is being in the background. For the person that hear you just say that being a background singer, then coming to the forefront and producing your own album. How was that transition difficult or was it smooth because you sung all the time in the background and then it was just easy to move forward to produce your own album? It's difficult. <clears throat> it, it's, it's very difficult. Um, if you are not, I'm a singer, I'll do spotlight stuff and, you know, sing out with other people, behind other people. If they bring me up to sing in front, I can do that. But to command a whole show, that's hard. That's hard. And doing the project, it was it was easy, but it they had to rem remind me that this is your stuff. This is your stuff. You're not just, you know, pushing up the, the, the top man. This is yours, so act like it. It's your baby. Yeah, act like yeah. it. And I had to be reminded of of that sometimes, mm -hmm. that this is my baby, especially especially the songs that I didn't write. Okay. Because some of the songs on the album, I love my album, don't get me wrong, but some of the songs I didn't choose for me. The label chose for me. And that's another thing for the new artists that are coming out. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just have to buckle down and do what you do if you're signing to a label. Okay. If you're an independent artist and you're doing everything yourself, you got control over everything. But when you sign with a label, you don't have control. That's your album, but you don't have control over everything. You have to, you know, you have to follow instruction. Right, right. So some some of some of my songs that I wanted didn't get on this project. Okay. But that's okay. Maybe next project, right? Maybe next project. Or maybe Behind somebody. 
Because, you know, like I love what I do. I'm a, I'm a diva at the background, and I know I, I got that thing. Right, right. So, and that's, that's where my comfort zone is. Great, great, great. Again, I want to thank you for being on the show. Ms. Donya Hill, blues singer, songwriter, and all of that stuff. So you definitely, how can people find you? They can find me at www.donyell.com. It's D-A-U-N-I-E-L-L-E. And just, hey, look me up and I'm available. Facebook, the social media platforms? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm in Danielle on Facebook, D-A-U-N-I-E-L-L-E. Okay, great, great. Again, thank you for coming on the show, Spit to the Beat Podcast, and we're going to wrap this show up, and thank you again. Please uh, come back. I would love to have you again, because I know there's some more conversation that we need to get in. Anytime. But unfortunately, we're running out of time, but thanks. All right, you're Appreciate welcome. you. Thank you for joining Spit to the Beat Podcast. This is your boy, Stacey, a.k.a. Be Unstoppable Per You, and we will see you again next Thursday. Yeah.